0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or SleepNumber.com. Here we go. Here
1: we go. Here 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 we go. This is it.
2: This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. Hi Sam. Um, before we get going with this Friday morning episode, we should mm. fess up that we haven't recorded it on Friday. We haven't even recorded it on Thursday. We're recording it on Wednesday lunchtime because we're yeah. such busy men, and yeah. and that. So you know, deal with it.
1: We'll do what we want. Ooh. Listen, put it this way, right? The Friday show, as everyone well knows, is on <laughs> yeah, to the weekend's very features much so. now. We know, we know what the fucking fixtures are going to be, right? Nothing's going to change between now and Friday, first of all. And as for other news in and around football or life, ask yourself this. Is there anything that could possibly happen between Wednesday and Friday in the first week of March that you would urgently require mine and Andy's point of view on? No, I there isn't. I think that might so be... So shut up.
2: That might be tempting fate. We could be in the middle of an apocalypse by Friday morning after you've said yeah, that.
1: Th- we, yeah, we could be, but people aren't going to think... If, if they see the dark clouds in the sky, right, and the yeah. locusts yeah. and all of the other things, like Cat Weasel appearing, giant, yeah. and announcing that the whole of the human race is now stray, for yeah. example, right?
2: The face of Grace Jones appearing in the sky.
1: <laughs> Time's
2: <Yeah>. up, motherfuckers!
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, when they realised, I don't think the first thing they're going to be thinking is, oh, I wonder what the chaps from Top Right Time Machine will have to say about this. (laughs) I bet they'll have an amusing take. I bet they'll have a sideways look at the the week's events. (laughs) Yeah, at the apocalypse. (laughs) No, we won't. And let me tell you, if the apocalypse does happen, really low down on our list of things to do will be to record (laughs) our reaction to it on Top Right Time Machine. Fuck that. I'll have he'll, Andy. will be digging up his thermos <laughs> blast yeah. in the woods. I'll be out blindfolded swinging a baseball bat around in my road in, in Barnes. The Terminator, <laughs> and uh, that that will be the that, those will be our priorities right yeah.
2: then. The, in fuck the episode might not go out at all. If, uh, yeah. if that happens, I'll, I'll upload it this afternoon. So I'll make sure it does. I'll put it. Yeah, like, you can time uh, it, I'll and then it it'd be nice. The system,
1: if there's if there's enough hunters out there who are literally as they melt in the, yeah. the, the laser rays that giant Grace Jones is shooting from her eyes at all of us, right? If the last thing they're doing... You wanted is, this! The last thing they're doing is lying, writhing in agony on the floor with their headphones on, yeah. listening to you and me read out another cunt's email about one time where they failed to get off with a girl who fancied them, <laughs> right? If that's how you want to die, fucking fair enough. Quite a soothing fact, way to go. I think in fact I tell you on that note if that's the way that you would like to end life yeah. then a little side hustle that me and Andy are working on is that we will we do personal appearances for cash yes. as we've mentioned for cash obviously yeah we will also do eulogies at the funeral at funerals of your loved ones yes so if you die if you die you could tell your loved ones i would like sam and andy to come and do something f- fun but at, the, you, at the wake
2: you, you'll need to probably um, come up with some kind of cover charge for attendees of the funeral because our costs will need to be covered that's and, the way uh, we are we're not cheap and i know i went to, i know charging for a funeral isn't really the done thing but you know
1: but if you want a good funeral these days yeah people have got to put their hands in their pockets yeah yeah you, listen i went to a funeral the other day uh, it was very sad but I'm sorry to one, hear that but I did think of you because Thanks. not because I thought oh one day this will be Andy dead <laughs> in a coffin
2: <laughs> all me dead sat here,
1: that. all dead I'll be sat here probably about to make my really long speech God, that it his be, family it? would have asked me Fucking to make <laughs> right uh, <laughs> we've not got, that I was thinking we've got,
2: the, we've got the church for a double session just for <laughs> Sam to do his big speech
1: <laughs> but listen right Obviously, I was thinking about your death, but in a Mm. nice way. But also, the spread at the wake afterwards Mm. was sensational. And I did think to myself, it was the first funeral I've been to since I've been a vegetarian. And it was a nightmare, to be honest. Uh. Because for a carnivore, it was a fucking five-star spread. And I thought... Funerals are almost the best places for food.
2: Oh yeah, how um, how better than beige. birthday
1: parties. How how it was beige? All beige. Was the,
2: how how beige was the layout?
1: There was a large. It was mainly beige. Yeah, it was it was it was almost entirely beige. And the main things that came out first were this sort of, I suppose you'd call it like a luxury sausage roll. It was mm. like a really fucking as long as a pie, as long and as, as thick as a python. Right, Fucking hell. and it was pork like pork pie style pork right um but encased in pastry okay so it, sort of it, like a sausage across a hybrid between a sausage roll a pork pie and a python snake was it served hot and yeah it was warm right so it was not too hot not too cold and it was sliced into Ready, quite generous slices a segment And people were like devouring this, right? Then a load of mini cheeseburgers came out. Oh, fancy. Dripping in like yellowy cheese, like, you know, the square cheese you get. Bit hipstery. Yeah, a little bit. But they weren't too mini, they weren't bite sized. There was a good three to four bites in them. They were medium sized. Um,
2: Midi burgers.
1: Yeah. And then there was various other sort of meat and pastry type products. Sounds brilliant. And I thought to, and it was shit for vegetarians. So eventually after ages these little veggie like quiches came out that were they just taste purely of pastry. There was no filling <laughs> flavour at all. So I was really disappointed I ate a lot of crisps instead. But I thought funerals is just the best food. Yeah. Do you know why they're the best? Because it's the same style as you might get at a birthday party in a pub or mm. something. But less effort is made because there's a sense that if you make too much effort, it's almost disrespectful to the dead. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? If you're too fancy. But that makes it better because people are just going much more straightforward. Here's a load of cheese and ham sandwiches. Here's a load of sausage rolls. Crisps. Here's some crisps. We're not going to fuck around because someone's died here and there's more important things than fancy food. We're not trying to show off at a funeral. So in some ways, the best food you can eat is at a funeral. I think. I think. In fact, th- if people want to get in touch and tell us the best funeral spread they've ever <laughs> yes, had, yes, please. Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, you basically you want something you want mainly beige with a bit of color added from, let's say, a bowl of chili or a curry. And other than that, that's, that's all <laughs> you yeah. want in it, really.
1: Yeah, I mean, you and might some have softness. some. You might have some Wotsits in a bowl which are orange, but they're close enough to beige.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're on the beige spectrum.
1: Yeah. Uh, Cold meats like salami, or is that a bit too fancy?
2: It depends on the. uh, What's the word I'm looking for? The victim.
1: Um,
2: (laughs) It depends on the victim and their own personal taste. I think if 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 salami represents
1: most funerals you go to murder victims. Is that what it's like in Sunderland? Like nine out of ten funerals in Sunderland are murder victims.
2: What's the word? What's the what's the simplest word to describe? Deceased. The The deceased, deceased, sorry, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, victim, victim. But um, (laughs) if salami kind of reflects the tastes and the personality of the victim, then um, Mm. that's fine. But it's got to be a reflection of who they were.
1: Uh, Listen, I want people to know, right, that despite the fact that I am now a teetotal vegetarian and that's really boring, I do not want those uh, lifestyle choices observed at my funeral. Right. I want. uh, I want people to get. Pissed up, but not to an aggressive... No fights. State. No fighting. Well, if there's any fighting,
2: take it to the car park. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, Give exactly. them a the venue.
1: And, uh, and they can eat as much meat as they want as well. It's yeah. no problem for me.
2: You're not going to be there, are you? So, fine.
1: No, it's only fuck it. I'll be looking down. I'll be haunting it. Don't worry about that. I've already got good plans to haunt my own funeral <laughs> and do some sensational pranks.
2: Have you got all the forms in? You got all the haunting yeah. forms in ready?
1: I'll uh, be... Yeah, and... um. My wife is signing a posthumous consent form for me. Yeah. I've given her executive so so she can sign <laughs> the permission forms for me to haunt my own funeral. Cuz that's like... why a lot of people don't come back as ghosts until quite a long time after they yeah, die. Cause and the admin... that is purely admin because they don't get round they haven't pre-planned their death. Yeah. I've put things in place, yeah. so I know I'm going to be ready to start haunting almost immediately. That's
2: exactly yeah. It. It's that thing when you you, you find out you're terminally ill and you've only got, like, three months. You put your affairs mm. in order, but it's mm. usually sort of living stuff and things that will happen for people that you're leaving for the behind. the people left behind. You forget about the haunting.
1: Y- you, you're not thinking about the afterlife. No, you, if, you're the one who's got to deal with that. If anything, you're like, being
2: too selfless when you should be yeah, thinking about yourself you
1: and what you're going to do afterwards. You are, because you don't want for your first few months in the afterlife to just be beset with a load of admin headaches. Yeah. You know, just get it, get it, do yourself a favour, get it done now, whatever age you are, yeah, get it done now. there would be good, those daytime TV ads presented by Peter Purvis or someone like that promoting this. The, yeah, are you be. reaching yeah. the stage of life where you may be thinking about the afterlife? Have you submitted your forms <laughs> to ready yourself for immediate haunting <laughs> after you pass away? Here at Tilbrook Taylor Solicitors, we can put all your afterlife needs in place (laughs) in a quick, easy, and most of all, cost-effective service.
2: Uh, 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 Enquire today and get a free set of chains
1: (laughs) for your immediate haunting needs. That's Tilford Taylor, ghost solicitors. (laughs) (laughs) Solicitors (laughs) to ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've just come up
2: with another sitcom. I'll edit this bit out, and we'll talk about it later.
1: Yeah. Um, Do you want to know quickly about um, me bumping into a canter in the wild yesterday? Ooh, did you? I okay. encountered I encountered a canter in the okay. wild.
2: What happened?
1: I'd been over at Acast, and I had been a uh, little te- teaser for a new podcast we got coming out. But I was, we got a new set of podcasts that will be coming out soon. From our stable, um, which will be by the well-known, uh, what would I call him? Football terrace icon, Cas yeah. Pennant. And I've been recording one with him, or I've been like, you know, helping out. I'm not on it. And afterwards, we went to the pub for a Coca Cola to discuss plans. And I was with Cas. <laughs> um, won't mind me saying this because it's a little tease for what's coming. I was with him and his guest that day dodgy dave courtney do you remember Whoa. dodgy dave courtney yeah, of course okay so he was there and Kaz had been interviewing him and it, it is a hilarious hilarious interview like is it? properly the- i was pissing myself laughing I, for that I,
2: I, I used to write for front magazine about 10 years ago 10 12 right. years ago and basically right. each each issue was about 55 percent dodgy dave courtney content yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he is a very... He tells a good fucking story, yeah. I can tell you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and hey, I won't give too much of it away, but keep an eye out for it. We were in the pub, right. and I was there with Kaz and Dave Courtney. Both of them were high-profile figures in their own rights, particularly yep. in London, which is where we were. Someone came over to us in the pub. He approached us sheepishly. Oh. And we were very noticeable because those two are very... They're larger than life. They're visually arresting. Yeah. And a uh, bloke comes over and he taps me on the shoulder and I turn around. And I went, all right? And he went, you're Sam Delaney, aren't you? <laughs> and I went, uh, yeah. And he went, I, uh, I recognize your voice because I'm listening to it a lot. I love the podcast with you and Andy. And I went, oh, cheers. But I felt very embarrassed. Right. Because when the bloke had come over, it was clear that Kaz and Dave thought that he was coming was over to say hello to yeah. them. well, and I went, ha ha. So, if you're listening, mate, who came up to me in that pub near Old Street on Tuesday, I'm sorry if I was less warm than I might have been, but I was with two very dangerous men. I was with two very dangerous men, and um, and so he said, "Oh, he said, I'm i I'm a hunter He said, but <laughs> soon I I hope to be a member of the Iron Filing Society, <laughs> which I can tell you is a mad thing for a stranger to say to you in the wild. Aren't yeah.
2: They? But there's no hope about it. He just it's needs mad. to fucking hand the money over. It's as simple as that. It's yeah. Not well, like I didn't get into that with him. It.
1: What I should have done is asked Kaz and Kaz and, uh, and and uh, Dave to twist his arm into <laughs> you know signing up there and then in yeah. front of us, so we knew he'd done it. Do it. Get on Patreon. <laughs> Do it so we can see it. Um, so anyway, I said thanks a lot. But it, it was it was mad to have someone say to me in the flesh. I I'm a cunter but I hope soon to be a fully paid up member of the Iron Filing Society. <laughs> and then I went, Thanks a lot, thanks, for support. He left. Yeah. And Kaz was a bit like, You fucking cunt stealing my thunder. You famous and I cunt. Was like, well, <laughs> yeah, famous fucking cunt. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks, whoever that was. I've forgotten your name. I apologise. Next time I bump into you, we'll have a Coca-Cola and more of a chat. But I was a bit on edge. Um, but there you go.
2: Well, the, the same thing happened to me. I went to see Frank Skinner at a small club in London last mm. Thursday night. And afterwards, as I was leaving, the guy who runs the, the club uh, sort of stopped me and said, uh, said how much he loved the podcasts. And mm. also said that phrase, I am a hunter." which is it's lovely to hear from a complete stranger. great
1: to hear, yeah. And uh, he also said if you
2: fancy doing a show in his venue, then we could do that sometime. And we discussed maybe doing a VIP oh. sort of meet and greet thing, me and you, didn't for, we?
1: Now, probably a conversation we should have off air, but fuck it, I don't care what the canters think. When you say VIP, mm-hmm. obviously I like that. Straight away, I'm like, yeah, I'm interested. It just interested.
2: means people that's paid more money. Yeah, so is it a normals. special
1: treat for people who are existing Iron Filing Society members or are we going to make them pay again? Oh, we make them pay again. I'm sure yeah, of that. Yeah, great. That's, that's important. And yeah. we
2: said that we'd have some kind of, like, a side area where they could encounter us but behind a, a glass screen so they don't yeah, actually well, breathe out Yeah, well, you could have
1: air. a glass screen if you don't want them touching you. I personally will have my bird box blindfold on throughout the event <laughs> anyway just because that way I don't have to make eye contact with anyone. You could. I, I, I will have my Brexit blindfold on. You know, I... my Union Jack tea towel around my eyes.
2: And you'll have the Terminator with you as well, just in case.
1: Just in case things <laughs> get aggro.
2: That's fair um, enough. We'll do that then.
1: No, we will. We will do that soon. The live shows. I don't know when we're going to activate Plan Live Show, but yeah. I feel like the time is coming.
2: It, 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 each day that passes is a day nearer to the launch of the live events. I think
1: first one in London, and then uh, second one somewhere in the North Country. Mm. TBC, who right? Who knows yeah.
2: where. Right, shall we have a look at the this weekend's upcoming football fixtures and do a bit Let's of predicting?
1: Let's fucking do it. Oi, can I quickly talk about the Champions League? Can I quickly talk about football? Yeah, you can. I'll but, keep but, it brief. But
2: bear in mind that in between us recording this and it going out on Friday, Manchester United have gone to PSG. Yeah, for their second forget week. about we that. We haven't got a fucking clue forget what Forget about
1: there. that. It's not often that I am taken aback by a like, I've seen it all, mate. I have seen it all in this game, right? But when I saw this morning that Ajax had gone to the Bernabeu yeah. and beaten Real Madrid, who I think have won Champions League's last three times in a row, yep. they'd, they'd, they'd overturned a 2-1 deficit at home. So So they already, Real already had two away goals. And Little Ajax, who I think most football fans have a soft spot for, they're sort of like, in Europe, they're the neutrals team, aren't they? Pretty much, yeah. And they fucking turned them over 4-1 in the burnabout. And I watched the goals this morning, and the goals were amazing. And this Tadic who plays him, I don't know if he's the same Tadic who used to play for Southampton, but he's fucking incredible. He was the best player on the pitch. He scored one, set up the others... And they absolutely annihilated them, and I know this is a bit footbally, so apologies. We'll get back to talking about wanking and stuff in a second, but it was an inc- it was a real jaw dropping performance. It's like you yeah. know, like when England beat Germany five one away, it was like that kind of thing where you just can't believe what your eyes are seeing, and there was nothing fluky. All four goals are sensational yeah. goals. They've annihilated them, and suddenly I'm thinking, is this like that classic? I, I mean, obviously the classic I- side was the cross side of the seventies, but. Remember that one in the 90s, which, of course, was our heyday, and anything that happened in the mid-90s turns us misty-eyed? Yeah. Not least, I think, the 96 or 95 well, it was final. was the Louis, where...
2: Louis van Gaal team, that, wasn't it?
1: Ajax, but you can always name the team. I mean, practically everyone, every good Dutch player you can think of of the last fucking 20 years was in it. Yeah. Right? Cliver, Edgar David, Seedorf, both yeah. the uh, De Boer brothers. Van I mean, der Sar.
2: I wasn't entirely... Shocked by the result because Madrid have been in decline for a while now and and four one. I know, but this Ajax team is fucking good. My my kid told Mm. me this because he watches YouTube channels every day which cover. All of the continental football. He's right. like a
1: little European Bundes expert. He's, a, he's an expert. He's like one and of those hipster fans they yeah. get on the Guardian podcast. He yeah, could do he, that.
2: And he's telling me, oh, this Ajax team's really good. They've got, you know, got Frankie de Jong and all this going on. And oh, yeah. Hunter Lars back and all this sort of stuff and Daily yeah. Blind. And he, he gives Blind, me all, yeah. the, all, the, all the all the gen. So, um,
1: so you fucking you're in the know. Your, your son's ITK.
0: I'm not I mean, as in the know as I This is exciting.
1: I I think it's really exciting. I mean, imagine if this is the year that you get Ajax going to a final and winning it, like one of the smaller clubs doing it. It'd be great. It's
2: it's up for grabs this year, I think. I don't think there's any outstanding teams in Europe.
1: Madrid are out. Barcelona are not outstanding. Um, I think Juventus, actually, I shouldn't talk about them because, oh no, they're playing next week. Yeah, They're already 2-1 down to Atletico Madrid. But with Ronaldo in the team, I think any team that's got Ronaldo in it, has got a yeah. fucking chance of winning.
2: I would like to see Atletico Madrid win it because the finals mm. in their new stadium. Yeah, this season, and also because Simeone is is an incredible Brilliant. man, and he did that fantastic thing where he cupped his balls his to yeah. celebrate a goal the other week. Yeah. So Which
1: I'd, is the probably the best goal celebration we've seen invented yeah. in the last ten years. Yeah,
2: I mean, as a romantic, I'd like to see them win it this season, but it's up I, to grabs, I
1: think. My my son has got a soft spot for Atletico Madrid. He always right. plays as them on FIFA. Uh, He seems to like Griezmann. And when I discovered only this morning that the final was in their stadium and he said, oh, I'd I'd love to go to it. Fucking entitlement. He's only seven. He's then just got into football. Suddenly he wants the Champions League final ticket in Madrid.
2: (laughs)
0: Jalapeño. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño.
2: However, <laughs> it's a good I idea, did though. tell him
1: that in 2010, the final was Inter versus Bayern Munich. And it was at the Bernabeu. And my Italian cousin, who lives in Milan, was having his stag that weekend in Madrid. And he right. said, let's all try and get tickets for the final. And his best man, his brother, sent around a message to everyone saying, listen, tickets are going to be hard to come by, but there's a link here and there's a lottery that you can enter. Ooh. And you have to give out a certain amount of tickets. Now, there was about 20 of us going on a stag, a couple from London, the rest all from Italy. And we all entered. And uh, the only cunt, Who got the fucking ticket was me
2: (laughs) I fucking entered a
1: lottery For a Champions League ticket And I got it It was amazing And then when we got to Madrid All the other fuckers bought tout tickets And they were going to the cash point Withdrawing huge sums of money Cleaning themselves out And going out on the street And buying silly tickets for silly money And then you have to sort of blag your way in Because it's one of those things Where you have to show an ID card with the ticket Not me Straight I had a ticket for like... It was €40. Euros, walked in on my own. All t- legit. T- took the Terminator in. <laughs> took the Terminator in. There's no problem with that because I put my papers in. You can put papers in in advance if you want to take a baseball bat in to the bow. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was great. And what was also... I wouldn't say great because we endeavour not to come across to us as modern men on this podcast. But on the same weekend, the same stag, there was a dwarf stripper.
2: <laughs> oh...
1: In, yes. in a limousine. In a limousine. Oh,
2: the fucking full Monty. Fantastic. So she, could,
1: she performed in the limousine as it drove along. Wow. Because she was, her dimensions were sufficiently small for it to be able to 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 do a full routine in a stretch limousine. Limo. Hmm. Yeah. So, there's there's not much to It was to a good weekend.
2: Red Hot while we're talking about finals, can I just add how delighted I am to be planning a trip to Wembley at the end of this month with Sunderland for the Chequered Trade Trophy Congratulations, final. Congratulations, mate. Thank you very Congratulations. much.
1: Congratulations. You won the semi last night, We'd right? It was Bristol on the box, Rovers, wasn't it?
2: We beat Bristol Rovers 2-0, and we're going to Wembley. We've got 40,000 tickets. Mm-hmm. We're all going down there. We'll be in Covent Garden the night before. Covent? Well, in the garden? up.
1: Where are you going? In London. Covent Garden, of course. They've got all the theatres. They've got <laughs> the street performers. They got the lot. Where else would you go? You go to the piazza, you see a man, and he's dressed all silver like he's a fucking robot, but he's not a robot. He just looks like a robot.
2: And he got a fella that looks like Yoda, and he's like up a stick, and I can't figure (laughs) it out. I tell you, I stood and watched him for about 15 minutes. I couldn't figure out how he was up the stick. Incredible. (laughs) But Covent Garden, I I think it's just like a big bit of grass, so we'll all sit on that and have a drink. be brilliant. (laughs)
1: But, um, in, yeah, it's the canniest place in London it's going to be great mate it will be I wish, are you playing?
2: Uh, Portsmouth 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 they've got 40,000 tickets as well it's going to be blinding they've
1: got a lot of fans too mate yeah, yeah. and that to me sounds like trouble Portsmouth Sunderland nah
2: it'll be lovely well, it'll be okay. a lovely well, atmosphere, because, you know, it's at it, the end of the day, it's the Checker trade trophy, so it's a bit of a bell-end cup, mm. you know. It, yeah, it,
1: but the Sunderland there's, fans. There's, there's not
2: that much at stake. It'll be a party okay. atmosphere, and Good. it'll be, I'm telling you now, it'll be a better match than Chelsea-Man City in the fucking Carabao Cup last oh, month. Oh, yeah, definitely. So tune in for it. It'll, it'll sell great. out,
1: won't it? Wembley will probably yeah. sell out. Yeah. It'll be fucking great, mate. Congratulations, brilliant. I hope you have a Thanks great night. And, of course, Big Sri Lankan Mark. Our yeah. friend and colleague it lives in Wembley. So oh, right. if you have any needs or concerns whilst there, like if you need some inexpensive Levi's, he'll have a cousin who can get those for you, for right. example.
2: Well, at the minute, there's eight of us going down, so if his floor accommodates eight, I'll be uh, making a call.
1: Put yeah, forms just give, in. Him a, give him a buzz. He'll he'll let you in. His, his missus won't mind if you all just turn up half cut after yeah. winning the cup. Yeah, to be It'll totally be honest,
2: I booked the hotel six weeks ago because I knew this was coming. Yeah. It's all
1: done I'm trying deal. to get my trying to get my son said uh, my my daughter's going out this weekend with her mates and my son said what should we do dad mm. and I said well West Ham are, are away so we can't go to football and uh, we could go to another football match he went yeah all right and I looked and AFC Wimbledon are playing Doncaster just up the road at Kingstonium which is like almost the nearest ground to yeah. where I live it's like a ten minute drive I thought that'd be a laugh yeah, You just walk in on the day it's probably gonna be ten quid yeah well he's ten. Yeah, this is the same kid who's requested a ticket for the Champions League final in Madrid. Turned his fucking nose up, didn't he? <laughs> well, I don't know. What are they called again? AFC Women's and uh, Doncaster. No, and I said, no, no. This is proper football, mate. It's proper football. It'll be great. We'll go up there. League we'll have on. a pie. Yeah. I mean, it would be good, wouldn't it? I'm going to keep working it would on it. yeah. That. Definitely yeah. go to that.
2: <laughs> right, let's do some predictions. Yeah. We've got five matches chosen at random by the fixture selector computer. Uh, First up, we've got Leicester versus Fulham. Two teams with new managers that are drifting aimlessly around the season.
1: Yeah, Leicester versus Fulham. At Leicester. At Leicester. I think think, think Leicester are going to win this. I think they're going to win it.
2: It's Brendan Rodgers coronation, if you like. But also, you've got Scott Parker. Is he going to do anything at Fulham? Will he turn it around?
1: Tricky won this. No. He won't. He can't. I think they've appointed him with a view to probably retaining him next season. I can imagine him doing a good job down there he's got to find his feet.
0: Yeah.
1: He's a good man. Um, and Brendan Rodgers, very serious. He'll be boring them to death, won't he, at Leicester at the moment, all oh, those God, poor yeah. players. I mean, in the, in the heyday, they had like one of the most fun men in football, Claudio Ranieri. Yeah. Just every day, I bet he came in with a squirty flower or an electric handshake device yeah. or one of those... Like invisible strings that you can stick a five or two on the floor, and then say Jamie Vardy goes to pick it up. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Ranieri oh. would press a button and it would zip away. Oh, they go, put- Aha, I got you again, Jamie Vardy. Really put- good fun.
2: Maybe putting cellophane over the toilet pot.
1: All that stuff. All that stuff. They've gone from that, which was the sort of frivolity and japes that drove them to the most improbable uh, league title win of all time, to then fucking put PL. Who's just whispers? They couldn't hear a fucking word he was Sexy saying. And now though. they have got the most serious man in football.
2: They've got, they've got Brendan football's Rudgers. top middle management bullshitter.
1: Yeah, he'll be there with his deck. He'll a, have a deck. A Cumpada, yeah. deck and yeah. Fulham. A deck on Fulham, mate. Are you sure? <laughs> that is the most boring thing I've ever heard in my life. That's what fucking Vardy will be saying.
2: We just correctly hit, hit it over the top on the Vardy he gets on the yeah. shoulder of the defender, he outruns him yeah. and scores. That's, that's what we do.
1: No, 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 lads. Look at my deck on Fulham. <laughs> Fuck off, mate. You've got to be fucking joking. If you think I've got time to sit and look at a deck on Fulham, when we're mid-table anyway, you've what's, got another thing coming. What are you
2: talking about? It's only going to take three and a half hours. Now, come on, sit yeah. down, lads
1: so in this piece in, uh, in this envelope I have written down four players <laughs> who I predict will give away throw-ins in this game <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the game I want you to open it and you'll see I'm right and and then we'll move on from there
2: if I wasn't uh, right we'll just forget about the whole thing and I'll, I'll, so, I'll, some, I'll mysteriously lose the envelope
1: 2-1 two, 2-1 one. Two, two, one, one, Leicester
2: i um, thinking it's going to be uh, yeah I think Leicester will probably win but it'll be 2-0 Onwards, Newcastle United versus
1: Everton. Ooh, Newcastle were—they didn't really show up against West Ham at the weekend. That was a classic case of West Ham won, yeah. But almost by default, um, they were poor. But they'll probably be better at home. Everton are a complete fucking.
2: You don't know what you're
1: going to get. You, you don't know, mean? know what you're going to get. I'm going to have to go one all in this.
2: 1-1. One, one. I mean, your man, Marco Silva, the fraud, might have mm. started to tighten things up a bit there, uh, but we're not sure. My heart says 1-0 to Everton, but I'm going to go 2-2. Two, two. Right. one On to the Saturday then. evening tea time kick-off, which is Manchester City versus Watford.
1: Hmm.
2: I feel as though this was played two weeks ago, but perhaps yeah. it wasn't. it
1: feels like the sort of game that's always happened.
2: Yeah, somewhere in the world. Um, you can go first with this one.
1: No, right, I've gone first with the other two.
2: Yeah, you didn't have to with the last one. You chose to. Fucking oh, all right, man. I'll go first with this one. Fucking hell, 3-0 Man City. Um, I'll go 2-0 Man City.
1: Right, yep, fair enough. And on I Sunday...
2: Fucking...
1: I hope, what's his name, solved knife crime by then? Troy Deeney. Troy
2: Deeney or John Inverdale. Either of them. They should I just up.
1: hope. I don't, it's only a matter of time before some, like, Alan Partridge-type BBC journalist asks Raheem Sterling, or The Sun do a front page on how Raheem Sterling's done nothing about knife crime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Despite being rich and black.
2: Yeah, it's grimly inevitable, isn't it? Although, yeah. um, BBC have already got Dion Dublin doing Holmes under the hammer, so you could see uh, Deeney and Inverdale teaming up to do a i aim TV knife crime week week long special props couldn't you? So
1: like a, a a knife crime special that was sort of palatable to retired old women as yes. well who were just who are obsessed with their cat. So it'd yeah. be nice pastel jumpers sat on a sofa <laughs> up yeah. at BBC Birmingham, open yeah. window behind so you see members of the public walking past. It's like hi, I'm Dion Dublin and I am Troy Deeney and I am John Inverdale <laughs> and welcome to Knife Crime Live. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well they only do Crime Watch Live at 9.15 in the morning, don't they? So it couldn't yeah. be too much of a stretch from that. I'm actually missing my favourite daytime programme to record this with you right now. That what is, is it? the the one on BBC One, all about the A1. What's
1: it called? How it's called one? the A1.
2: Somewhere like that, yeah. <laughs> it, the A1, what a road. And um yeah, I'm it's got like of it. people getting pulled over for speeding, it's got crashes, people breaking down. Fucking bits of bridges falling off. It's got everything. Really, Brilliant it's not
1: quite dramatic. Uh,
2: well, it's not that dramatic. It's it's, it's kind of nice, you know. It's like sitting on the shoulder of a copper and going around yeah. seeing what what he does. It's good. I'll check it out. All right. There's about ten episodes on iPlayer. Um, Chelsea versus Wolves is the next one. Sunday afternoon, two p.m.
1: Uh, well, I think I think I might I think I might balls out predicting a away win here. I think I might say Chelsea one, Wolves two.
2: Fucking hell. This could be the beginning of your downfall, or it could no. be an absolute masterstroke.
1: No, that was that was pure gut instinct, and my gut hasn't failed me now for a couple of months.
2: Right. With that in mind, I'll try and do the same and go for 3-1 oh, to Chelsea.
1: 3-1 to Chelsea.
2: I think there'll be 2-1 up. Wolves will come back to try and get the equaliser. Chelsea will get the third on the break.
1: Beat them on the break. Very Pick specific
2: Wayne. prediction, that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Classic 3-1, classic that.
2: Finally, arguably the, the match of the weekend, Arsenal versus Manchester United, Sunday afternoon.
1: Arsenal-Manchester United, Sunday afternoon. Yeah. I I predict that this will be uh, probably. Can draw, I go first? Do you want me to go yeah, first go on, on this
2: one? I think this is going to be... Oh, fucking hell, I can't think what this is going to be. I'm going to go 2-2 again.
1: Yeah, I do think this will end in a draw, so I'll say 1-0. 1-1, all
2: right then. Right, there we go. That's the predictions that are now locked in. And uh, find out what happened on Monday when we come back. That's about it, Sam.
1: Shall I do a quick story about being befriended by a stray man, just to leave (laughs) our listeners with? Why not? Yeah. It's because it's really good. I like it a lot. It's from Paul Clifford. It says, Me and my mates used to play football on the AstroTurf near ours every day, an hour we could from about 13 when it was fairly innocent, to around 17, by which time it was more about boozing. We used to sneak in for free games when there wasn't any leagues on. Sometimes there were others doing the same thing. Often it was just us. One day, when we were about 14, a fella walked on in full (laughs) Newcastle strip. (laughs) Alarm bells. Yeah. (laughs) I still have no idea how old he was, but I reckon about 30 at the time. Oh, God. He introduced himself as Eddie lived in newcastle i'm eddie i live in newcastle (laughs) so no idea why he was in south shields which is 10 miles away on his own in a full football strip he insisted that he played heads and volleys with us which he called for some reason 66 (laughs) oh shit
2: (laughs) insisted
1: as as well oh god um, come on we're playing 66 what's that (laughs) We kick the ball to each other in the air and you can only do it, like, in the air with your head or your foot. You mean heads and volleys? No! <laughs> Sixty sex. So, does it does it only Play last it. for 60... Does no. it only last for 60 seconds? No, you daft bastard. It lasts as long as you like. So, why is it called 60 Because that's what it's called. Stop asking questions. Play it. Play. Or perish. <laughs> right. he <you> goes, uh... <laughs> As Sam says, we didn't really know what to say to him. Obviously, we didn't want him to play, but we didn't know how to say no. Classic being befriended by a stray man when you're a yeah. kid. That's why I launched this category. He thought he looked a bit like Alan Shearer, only with dark hair, and used to bring posters of him out with Shearer's hair coloured in black with pen. <laughs> <laughs> look, he just looks like me. Look, can he like me? No, <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. His, his hair's a different colour. No, it's not. Look, it's black like Maine. You've, a poster. Co- <laughs> you've coloured that it Where did that poster come from I carry it with me everywhere For when cunts like you start doubting <laughs> What I'm saying to them As evidence <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Right. Uh, he even had one of those caricature, caricature pictures of him Drawings of him as Shearer Fucking He used hell. to bring Cassette mixtapes for some of the lads I brought you a mixtape Oh god I distinctly remember a Pet Shop Boys one being handed to one of the quieter boys. (laughs) (laughs) This is so sinister. This sounds like a brilliant thriller. When we stopped going to football so much and started going out drinking into town, he came out with us then as well. Now we were older, we got a bit more cocky with him and started taking the piss um, a bit by asking why he hung out with us and where were his real friends, (laughs) etc., etc. In the end, he stopped coming out, thankfully... I saw him going into the metro in Newcastle about five or so years later, still in full kit, fuck, presumably heading to South Shields to play with some new kids. a new
2: crop of boys, oh dear that's me. a
1: fucking that's exactly what I'm talking about, although it's more extreme than I may have expected, yeah, but there's always a stray man who befriends you when you're too young to say no. go yeah. away, stray man
2: yeah, that's exactly what
1: it
2: is <laughs> I think every group of every town and village has got one, haven't they?
1: We've all had, we've all been in our youth, about 14's the prime age for it, we've all been accidentally <laughs> befriended by a Stray Man.
2: We'll have to compile a dossier and one of those yeah. big maps, we'll get a big map. Big map, map around the flags. country, where's
1: the hotspots? Yeah. Stray yeah. Man hotspots.
2: It'll be a public service. We
1: should be thinking about doing Stray Man of the Year awards because there's been such a big reaction to Stray Man yeah. that we should be thinking of a gala ceremony at the end of the year where there's different categories of straying yeah. and there's one overall winner, Stray Man of the Year.
2: Definitely. It feels like a live show as well. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, then. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, as ever. And get in touch with us on Twitter, at Machine, And the email is topflytimemachine at gmail.com. Keep the content coming, Cunters.
1: Love you. Bye-bye.